Coriel and Husker Nick. There's so much to discuss, so little time. We have much to discuss. Yeah, let's not discuss that too much. What are you talking about? Why don't I just start? It's already off to a great start. I forgot what I was going to say. Oh, mission accomplished. <laughs> hey, it's the Kicks Morning Show. JP, Coriel, Husker Nick, welcome to Wednesday. August 23rd. Good morning, Coriel. Good morning, JP. Good morning, Nick. Good morning. Have you noticed an uptick in conspiracy theory stuff and conversations tinfoil hat style wise? Well, my algorithm is a lot of that. So. Well, I figured yours was. But it just seems like more and more stories keep popping up into my algorithm, and I'm not even looking for that stuff. Like what? Give us an example, Like uh, the footage of Bigfoot from 2015, the one where it's like the Bigfoot's crouching down behind the tree and all of a sudden stands oh, up. Oh, yeah. They say it's jumping back in the spotlight. Josh Highcliffe, who captured the possible Sasquatch while in Mississippi on a hunting trip, is now like the clearest recorded evidence so far of Bigfoot. Hmm. Okay. According to the experts that are out there, I feel like that happens all the time. That there's evidence. Like a video pops up, and then it's like the closest evidence to Bigfoot yet. Mm -hmm. And then another one comes, and like this one's the closest one to Bigfoot. This is the next one. Yeah, that's closest to. I've told you guys whenever my son goes up uh, some of his grandfather's house uh, out to the compound. They just go big, they go squatch hunting. That's what they're looking squatch for. Squatch hunting. Proof of Squatch. The Sasquatch. Actually, so while I was in Estes, Colorado, mm. there is a place where they do there it's a Bigfoot Donuts is the name of the place. Yeah. These donuts are freaking amazing, by the way. But it's also a uh, Bigfoot museum and the guy that runs it is from Lincoln, Nebraska. No kidding. No yeah. way. Yeah. He's 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 uh he is a pretty cool guy. Like but they're they've got like plaster of like you know different footprints bit you know proof and all different things and uh sounds there's like sounds that there's they got sounds. recorded from the squatches in the middle of the night oh my amazing fantastic yeah dude i just picture like a like a donut shop like a small one but like the first portion of it being a gift shop and they have those tiny little like ten dollar really old old speakers mounted in the Top corners of the the room, you know, <laughs> right? The old playing all the squash sounds. Yeah. You've been there. No, like that's what, that's exactly what I'm picturing. <laughs> oh my god, that's funny. <laughs> like it's literally a little CD player. You didn't that's even like need to paint on the wall oh, that much god, of a of a picture, and I could just yeah. tell what that. Dude, this place like. was awesome, and they're they're oh man, their donuts are off the charts. But like it is, it's a it's a genuine like, and then apparently, Carney Carney has like the national. Uh, Bigfoot Museum or something like that. We've got one too, yeah. Wow. In Carney, and then well, I, his stuff was all there, yeah. and then he moved it out of there. Oh, and gotcha. Put it in, uh, okay. I trust me. I had a well, then, then I had a long conversation with this gentleman. Come to think of it, when we were in Fayetteville, that's a lot of the like decor that people had, like yard decor, was either Bigfoot it's all related. Over Nebraska too, right. yeah. Well, Arkansas, a, Nebraska. <laughs> there's a person up the street from my house that has a giant metal Bigfoot that they have out by the road. So when you're driving by, if you're not paying attention, yeah. there's like a there's like a, a, a Bigfoot silhouette walking along the yard. That's fantastic. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Coriel, by the way, with speaking of giant things in people's front yards, the uh, Demogorgon is available for purchase. Is that a Walmart? Yard. I think so. Okay, I saw that on TikTok yeah, yesterday, like, I that's think. That's the next big thing people are going to uh, purchase is 
the giant demogorgon from uh uh, Stranger, Stranger things, things that you can put in your front yard for Sign Halloween. me up. So, yeah, there you go. JP, when you were a kid and they had Halloween, like you have dinosaurs actually walking around. So what was the scary thing they put uh, in yards? Yeah. Like, was it like no dirt has been made yet or something? Like, what was the what was the, the thing they put in front well, of First of all, I wasn't around. Dinosaurs weren't around when I was born. Was it like oh, a giant? Well, no, they, I know. They you grew into died it. died a long like time it was, ago. Right, they came, They the eventually dinosaurs. came the about. Scary, the scary things in people's yards were either clowns or like Freddy Krueger things. Freddy Krueger things. Like, like okay. they, they like dress up a mannequin to look like Freddy Krueger or Ugh. Jason or one of the one of the big bads or whatever from those horror flicks. Or Scare- clowns. Scarecrows scary always scare me. Scarecrows do. Scarecrows do. You think they're going to come to life? Is that what your thing is? Yeah, it's just like that uncanny valley thing where you're like, wasn't Freddy mm, Cr- feels like a feels like a person, but it isn't a person. Mm. Freaks me out. Yeah, I don't know, man. I know. I I vaguely remember when Freddy started showing up because he was like his first movie. Eighty four. Like he doesn't say the mid eighties, so I was yeah. like, I was I was ten. Four. Yeah, three, yeah. four. So I was getting scared the crap out of me by Freddy Krueger at the age of 10. Oh, boy. I wish yeah. Freddy Krueger would flirt with me. Why? I don't know. I just feel like he has a lot of trauma. Maybe he could just talk about it and he'd be a good person. Okay. The part that'd be crazy would be he'd start <laughs> telling you about his trauma and he's like, and this is what turned me into me. And you'd be like, you think that's trauma? <laughs> I'm like, ah. <laughs> Let me tell you. He's going to go We're running from you. Child's right. play. Get out of here. <laughs> you wimp. All right. Well, here you go. That's, we're wrapping up August. We're already talking about Halloween, so good luck with whatever de- decor you Oh, have. I was waltzing around Walmart yesterday grabbing a couple things. Okay. They're putting out all the Halloween stuff. I am not surprised They're Slowly by that but surely putting it all out. All right. Well, let's get Wednesday going. Coming up next. This is what's next with J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. It's Couples Therapy Wednesday, and it's April and Craig and an issue involving their kids. So we'll have to pick sides on that. Uh, we have a new game to try out on you called mm-hmm. Generation Gap. Oh, boy. Which Coriel's very excited about. <laughs> and the nitty-gritty will get things started up next. Jelly Roll has a reunion mid-concert. Zach Bryan hands out core memories. What performing is like, according to Riley Green, and more. Getting you in the know from Music Row. Check this out. Coriel has your nitty-gritty from Music City on Kix 96.9. Nitty-gritty from Music City, powered by A1 Mold Testing and Remediation. So Jelly Roll's past is a big part of who he is in the present. His criminal past is something he doesn't shy away from. And when good things pop up from years gone by, he welcomes those as well. At a concert over the weekend in Missouri, Jelly Roll stopped down to recognize someone or something he saw in the crowd. He paused to greet the audience. Then he sees a former classmate, recognizes her, calls her out. The whole thing was caught on the overhead screen. I heard you went on to do good things, girl. I heard you're a nurse and everything, big money. Congratulations. Is your mama here? No f***ing way. Paige is here. <laughs> There's a little insight as to what Friday's concert's going to sound like. Yeah. Both the classmate and her mother even brought evidence to prove that they go way back with That's the rapper-turned-country star. They held up a giant blanket featuring yearbook photo of a young jelly roll they made for the occasion. Oh, wow. Uh, he seemed very surprised by this. And then he even from the stage, he says, I love you, girl. And then he tells her, I'll see you after the show. We'll make sure 
we get you and your uh, mama backstage. That's so. fantastic. Cool guy. Zach Bryan played a show in Vegas over the weekend and spotted a young girl in the crowd with a sign that said, Heading South was my very first concert. Uh, a nod to the song, Heading South. So um, at the end of the show, he made sure it was very memorable for her, extra memorable, by giving her the guitar he played that night. Wow. The girl's mom shared a video of it. He walked up, made sure no one else tried to grab it, handed it to her in its case. She lost her marbles, sobbed, hyperventilating the whole nine yards. Uh, I mean, she's fine, but she was obviously just starstruck, stunned, all of the above. Uh, Her mom wrote on TikTok, thank you for the core memories, Zach, and for making this girl's world. You'll never, she'll never forget her first concert. So, So cool. Yeah. Pretty cool things happening on stage these days. Yeah. Uh, Luke Combs says he's honored to be the inspiration behind the design of Bubba Wallace's NASCAR car. He shared a look at it on Instagram and said, Go get him, Bubba. The new paint scheme with will debut at the NASCAR Cup Series' regular season finale. And that is this weekend at Daytona. Very cool. If you want to uh, see it like in live action or go look for it on Luke Combs' Instagram. And speaking of cool things happening on stage, Riley Green recently toured with Luke Combs and says being on stage is a thrill. You can actually compare it to something. Yeah, I've always kind of compared getting on stage and people singing your songs back to you, like hitting a home run or dunking a basketball or something. It's got that kind of adrenaline that you just can't get anywhere else. I bet that is a top tear feeling oh yeah the crowd singing back your songs everyone's like got a beer in one hand concession stand snack in the other smiling life doesn't suck for a moment (laughs) yeah i bet that's just like a really rewarding feeling absolutely that's an integrated from music city i'm coriel with kicks 96.9 this is jp coriel and husker nick Let's get to a round of good. If you got a good thing, you can always let us know on Facebook, X, or Instagram, KX969, what your good thing is, and we will get more of that every day. What's uh, your good thing today, Coriel? My good thing is a bachelor party in Minnesota, all right? So they were canoeing on a river in Carver, Minnesota, when they discovered a 13-year-old St. Bernard dog named Ed who was hopelessly stuck in the mud. There were 11 men in the party that all basically kind of ditched bachelor party efforts and went to go save this dog. They gave him food and water, spent over half an hour trying to free him themselves from the muck and the disgustingness, eventually had to call the Carver Fire Department. But the firefighters and partygoers worked together, eventually liberated Ed. He was too exhausted to walk and was carried back to his grateful owner. I'm sure everyone was freaking out, but it's just a nice uplifting story. Um, Bachelor, bachelorette parties can get absolutely insane and wild, and I'm sure they did not have freeing a geriatric St. Bernard named Ed out of the muck on their bachelor party bingo card yet there they were so they did something good and i'm hoping the rest of their bachelor party turned out absolutely fire because they did some uh good deed there and good karma but just a i don't know a cute story i love it so much that's fantastic ed's like their mascot for the bachelor party for the rest of the weekend oh for sure and i'm tubing uh this weekend so with ed the dog i don't know i'm I'm wondering i don't know if i'm gonna see many eds probably a bunch of just like uh, river beavers maybe i don't know 
Wow. Snapping turtles on the side. It won't be as festive as this, I don't think. But. Sounds like it won't be. <laughs> no, hopefully not. <laughs> Nick, what's your good thing? Uh, my good thing is Hillary Oxley. She just celebrated a birthday, so she's got birthday buddy with Coriel. Uh, she, oh, uh, cool. Yeah, so she um, jumped out of a plane. That was what she did for her birthday. What I'm failing to mention is that it was her 90th birthday. Um, what? Yeah, she said when she got to the ground, she went with her two granddaughters. And when she got to the ground, uh, the reporter on the TV uh, station asked her, you know, why would you do this? And she said, well, you only live once. The experience is lovely. Sometimes when I go shopping, I'm more nervous during doing that. <laughs> no said, kidding. She said from uh, here on out, every five years, she's going to go jump out of a plane to celebrate her birthday. For her. Wow. That's so awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. There you go. Um, my good thing is Brews of the Zoo is always a great time for the adults to hit up the zoo and enjoy adult beverages and food and great live music. we got another one coming up this weekend, and it's almost sold out. Uh, it's uh, Saturday we get with Josh Hoyer and the Soul Colossal will be over there. So it's almost sold out if you want to get tickets. And it's just a good date night or a good hangout with your friends type of night. And you can check out all the animals before The weather's going to be great, too. Yeah, it's going to It'll improve. feel like a cold snap. Yeah, com- it is, right? Compared to what we've been dealing with. So go to LincolnZoo.org. We've also been asked because they have added uh, one of the first ones that they were going to have got rained out. And so they're like, should we do one in September? And so now they are going to have one on September 22nd. That's a Friday. So if it's a little bit different than normal. But uh, you know you want to come and hang out with us. I mean, if it, if we're going to be out there partying with, with uh, the Mezcal brothers, then you want to come hang with us, too. So grab your tickets and join us for that. It'll be a good time again this Saturday. And then add September 22nd to your calendar if you're looking for a, a nice night out and a great way to give back with our, our zoo is a fantastic thing. Here in town, does a lot of good things for a lot of good people. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. And now for something completely different. Things in England are a bit odd. <laughs> like, there's I mean, a lot they of like, things odd in England. Everything. They drive on the wrong side of the road, steering wheels on the wrong side, they give it all up to the king and queen. It's okay to light flares off in the seats of their sports events like that's normal <laughs> and burn down half the stadium. <laughs> no big fine. deal. No big deal. <laughs> well, now there are authorities in a UK town that are considering measures to stop people from uh, activities on top of tombstones in a local cemetery. That's not weird. They should not do that. In yeah. an effort to curb high levels of crime in and around Ipswich and the final resting place there in Ipswich. Ipswich, is that like a town? That's the name I of the town. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, officials recommend measures to deter activity on top of the tombstones, mm-hmm. including building enclosures or railings at the top edge of the grave markers. So what exactly, what kind of behavior is happening in the graveyard? It's a lot of sexy time. Well, I didn't know. I didn't think it was playing a game of pitch. Just hanging out, sitting on a... Having lunch well, they're on pitching top of something. Them. Yeah. So the, the borough's council sent out a letter to residents stating in publicly accessible but secluded locations such as this, it is sadly common to finally raise find raised tombstones being used as tables to consume alcohol and drugs. Oh wow. And also to get it on. Oh. We would like people to stop doing that. We are going to put up railings around the tombstones. And we'd like the taxpayers' money to help pay for it. Wow. I feel like you could just use that money for other things. It must be like a like a major deal, though, going on. Like it's, you're 
Jeez. It's apparently a hub for the hibbity-jibbity. Well, what if, uh, uh, what if that's what my tombstone was made for? Really? Like you would... Uh, I could see Coriel's tombstone being like a hub for I'm just saying, people doing lines for activity. of coke. And- they can mm-hmm. argue that they shouldn't be doing it, but like, yeah. what if, if you're you set encouraged it up specifically to? for them? Yeah. yeah. What if? What if? Like, there's a pillow and a blanket. Your little are, will. Your yeah. will says, by the way, mm-hmm. make sure my tombstone's a spot for for at least two bodies to fit on. <laughs> you know, yeah, to you sit don't there and play like the, a game of pitch. Yeah, you don't be like the door from uh, Titanic and uh, be able to have the both weird, two people sitting on. Yes. The weird part about that is, is like it's not a necessarily a tombstone. It's like the deal where they're inside of it so like they're yeah. literally just on top of you it's called a, isn't a that like a raised, mausoleum raised tombstone a mausoleum's the full building yeah oh, it's okay. not a building but it's like the and it's those reasons yeah so they're like literally like within probably 10 inches of a dead body doing the dirty mm-hmm. i mean are these yeah, the- all just like future serial killers we have <laughs> on our hands <laughs> In the UK. I don't understand yeah. how that's mm-hmm. like, hey, I'm trying to get in the mood here. You know of a dead body we could go lay on top of? Ew. that'd be hot. Although, I'm sure they're not thinking about it in the moment. Although some of my, my friends that I know have dated guys they claim are basically a dead body anyways when they lay on top of them. So, like, I don't know. <laughs> that's, you know. You know, snooze and cuddle. Yeah, they're like, oh, boy. Last year they had over 200 incidences <gasps> at this cemetery alone. Of the, of the horizontal tango? Mm-hmm. I don't even think JP would do Dang. this. No. In a, in a cemetery? I'm no just saying. Cemetery. That's what I'm saying. I think no, not even you, man. You. There's a... God, what movie was it? Oh, it was the... the uh, It was the Outlaws with Adam Devine and uh, Pierce Brosnan. Okay. There's a scene where they're trying to escape the, the cops and they're doing it in an armored car uh, truck and driving through a cemetery, running stuff over. And I just felt so uncomfortable the entire time. Oh, no. Watching I'm this a- scene because they're destroying the headstones yeah. in the cemetery and it's just there's no way i would even do anything remotely illegal a, or bad in there i'm almost frightened to ask this to be honest okay but like where's the weirdest place you've ever done the horizontal tango <laughs> like these people I did this in a cannot in a get cemetery. into it <laughs> i'll just i'll just say i'll just say out loud i'll say out loud uh over by so our omaha listeners there's a golf course right next to thomasville apartments and we were having this massive party at my apartment. There was like 100, 100 people in there. So my In an apartment? Yeah, yeah. We used to have these like two-floor parties. I don't know how you guys nuts. didn't get busted. The police helicopter used to fly by on Fridays and point their, shine their light on the back door. It's <laughs> a party. Uh, but there's a golf course right there. And I don't know. I think it's the 18th hole is like right when you jump the fence. And like okay. I've never had more bug bites on my butt. Oh, I'm than, sure. Oh, I bet. Than that. Yeah, that tracks. <laughs> there may or may not been a pair of under hung on the flag on the 18 poles we left. You got a, you left <laughs> a new flag? Cannot yeah. confirm nor deny. A different flag. <laughs> but there was a, there's definitely up. some Thank underwear you. hung on that thing as, as <laughs> That's awesome. my future wife and I left. You know, I'm not saying you should do the, the horizontal tango on these tombstones in it's England. I'm not saying that. better than over a dead body. Yeah. But I'm just saying... Maybe some people there's comfort in knowing that like once you've kicked the bucket, there are people actually like enjoying the space that you're still in. <laughs> that you're still in. That you're oh, not just man, like tucked no away and just forgot about. Forgotten about. Mm-hmm. People are life is happening around you. People here, are enjoying themselves. Here lies Coriel Thomas. Whether Feel it's a game of pitch or not. On, on top of <laughs> yeah. me if you like while I'm laying here. JP Coriel and Husker Nick. Check this out. Here's what's trending online now. 
on Kix 96.9. Brought to you by Camping World of Lincoln. Three. Most of them, if not all of them, have been factors involving human error. Following a series of close calls with airplanes, the Federal Aviation Administration said yesterday it will hold runway safety meetings at 90 airports in the upcoming weeks. The latest example of a near collision occurred August 11th with an air traffic controller at San Diego International Airport cleared a Cessna Citation 560X business to land even though a Southwest Airlines Boeing 737 737 mm-hmm. passenger plane had already been told to taxi onto the same runway and stand by to depart. Oh wow. Another incident happened in Austin, Texas in February when arriving FedEx cargo plane and a uh, departing Southwest Boeing 737 came in uh, within 115 feet of each other mm. in poor visibility after the controller gave them both the all clear. Yikes. To make matters even scarier, a new report by the New York Times claims that near collisions with commercial airliners are a very common occurrence in the U.S. The Times reports there were 46 close calls last month alone. Furthermore, when analyzing data from the most recent 12 months where data is available, reporters found roughly 300 reported near collisions involving major airlines, of which a handful of them avoided disaster thanks to maneuvering at the last second. Wow. There's some stat like Ah! like one, what is it, one plane has crashed in the last, like, what, 20 years? One in twenty. So as long as these stay know. near, near, near misses, near misses, yeah, oh, it's okay. Near miss, as long as, as long as the word miss is in there somewhere, right, yeah, right. you know, yeah. we're all right. No, absolutely, Dude, makes we're sense. okay. As okay. long as the word miss is in there, yeah. <laughs> Well, the University of Nebraska needs a new president next year. Uh, president Ted Carter, the former superintendent of the U.S. Naval Academy and vice admiral, was named the next president at the Ohio State University I in saw Columbus. That. Gosh darn it. He will start in January of next year, uh, stating some of the reasons Carter is leaving Nebraska. He says the state has changed since his arrival in 2020. A more conservative legislature increasingly puts university spending and actions in the political crosshairs, including public spats between former Governor Pete Ricketts and former University of Lincoln Chancellor Ronnie Green. Carter also defended academic freedom in 2021 when Pillen, then a member of the NU Board of Regents running for governor, tried to pass a resolution banning the imposition of critical race theory on UNL campuses. That resolution did fail, but uh, Carter just says, nope, enough's enough, and the Ohio State University is going to pay me more, I guess, and come up there. Uh, right. Is that what he said? They're paying me more. Well, so I'm, I'm sure that that's way. probably what the, it is. Uh, the the it bums me out because I number one I like Ted Carter. Yeah, I do too. Uh, he reached out to me after that whole fire thing. Uh, oh wow! To, yeah, wow. It was very cool. Um, but uh, I the the thing that's crazy about this, and I think it'll ultimately be a good thing if you're wondering who our next president might be. Right. So they gave him a whole bunch of power over the the sports programs. Yeah, remember, I remember that about that. a yeah. year ago. Yeah. Um, I think that's going to help them find the next guy because that's that's unique that's different here than than a lot of places so i think that'll help him find the next guy it's just crazy that he just helped get coach rule here like he was instrumental in getting coach rule here and then uh he leaves shortly thereafter and i know like coach rule even made a comment yesterday saying how sad he was because a major reason he came here was for ted carter yeah so that's uh that's a bit of a bummer but it's all right. We got old Trev. Got Trev Alberts. <laughs> exactly. It'll be all right. We'll find somebody else <laughs> to be our president, I guess. One! 
So an alliance of major studios is offering a new deal to the Hollywood writers in hopes of ending the nearly four-month-old strike. They have proposed new terms that include a wage increase. The studio claims it is the highest in 35 years. Wow, okay. Uh, The alliance said the deal would also include some residual pay and a guarantee that written material produced by artificial intelligence would not be considered literary material. The writers in the U.S. film and industry, uh, TV industry, have been on strike since early May, and they have yet to respond publicly by, to the studio's release of this info. So we'll wait and see. Mm. All right. Well, they better wrap that. things up uh, yeah. in a way that makes everybody happy if they can, which will be impossible. Right. Because yeah, I need Stranger Five. Uh, seasons five of Stranger Things to come out. Yeah, get exactly. the parts one and part two done. So I don't care enjoy. about the money they make. I care about my entertainment, and it's almost winter. <laughs> yeah, I just said yeah. to wrap it up in a way that makes everybody happy. No, that makes us happy, and that's what they're being selfish. <laughs> Think about it. The, the the writers are being selfish. They want more money. The other people in the industry are being selfish because they want more money. So we're going to be selfish and say, just figure it out because we want some shows. Yeah, we need it's shows. It's about to shows, get cold out. Come we on, want cool. Quality. Yeah. Come on. Quality. And a bonus one is the fact that the Powerball is at $313 million. Therefore, we do the Millionaire's Club. If you'd like to get in the club, you can do that now. 466-9696. We need your name, your lucky number, and your phone number. We go buy the tickets and hopefully win big. That's what's trending today. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. It's practically like we're trying to pick a favorite kid. In today's Couples Therapy. Relationships are challenging. Couples costumes. Whenever that happens, that means manhood has left the building. And occasionally, couples need professional help. That's it. I've had it. One minute. Nothing takes a minute with you. But when getting by on the cheap is the plan of action, there's Couples Therapy. With J.P. Coriel and Husker Nick on Kix 96.9. And it was April who reached out to us, so she gets to go first in her appeal to us. (laughs) to choose her side. Good morning, April. Good morning. So what's going on with you and your twin girls? What's what's the story? So we have twin girls, and they're both in their senior year. That's very exciting. So happy and excited. (laughs) They're in their final year of high school. um, But there's an issue. Okay. Uh, Harper wants to go to a different school than Haley. And, you, and we, you said Harper? Harper. Okay. Harper yeah. and Haley. Harper. Okay. Harper and Haley. Okay. Haley. And ha- Harper yes. wants to go to a different school than her sister? I'm sorry? Harper wants to go to a different school than her sister? That's right. Okay. And uh, see, they've gone to the same school since preschool. Uh, yes, they've had a lot of the same experiences. Um, I mean, but they've also gotten a chance to become their own person. Mm-hmm. Um well, I mean, Harper plays basketball. She's being practically chased by recruits. Um, and Haley's not as athletic, but she does cheer. Um, but I have to say, she's our student. She's super smart. Okay. And mm-hmm. I don't think it's a big deal for them to go to different schools at this point. And I thought my husband would be supportive of what our daughters wanted to do. Okay. I mean, I don't understand. So you think and your he's not really ab- not about breaking them, them up, or yeah. exactly? Okay, and um, you know, I, I just think they've had a lot of growth together and in their own ways. And you know, if they want to do this, uh, you know, Harper definitely, you know, because of the benefits of the other school, it's not even about her sister so much. 
Okay. Um, and they'll see each other at home, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. That's my side of it. Okay. Well, let's bring your husband, Craig, in. Craig's on with us as well. Good morning. Good morning, sir. How are you? Good. So uh, your, your wife's saying uh, you're not supportive of what your daughters want to do. Well, first of all, my God, April, of course I'm supportive of our daughters. And I want them to have their own past and everything else. But when they're together, and specifically away from us, they've got a built-in support system. When Harper has a bad practice or a bad game, she goes to Haley. And when Haley's having issues with maybe a little socialization skills, Harper's there. And it's just, when, you, when you're away from college, especially as a freshman, and you have issues that your parents are not around for, to have that system with you is not, is incomparable. You can't beat it. And that's kind of where I'm coming from. You know, yeah. I mean, they're my girls, and I want them, I want the best of both of them. But I think together, that can, that can happen. Like so, they could go to the same school and still find their own path, but separately at the right. same school. Okay. For sure. Yeah. And be there for each other. Is, okay. um, so exactly. Harper wants to go to a different school than Haley. Does Haley feel the same way, or is Haley kind of wanting to Harper? I, um, it, Haley's they, more they of an introvert, side. but I think, okay. in my opinion, I think that she wa- she would like to have Harper there. Okay. Because okay. of a security blanket. Right. But voiced I'm not, her opinion know, about it. never... She's yeah. never going to come out and say that. And I, I'm right. going to say it flat out. You know, Harper is Haley's security blanket yeah. at school. And a big part of me is like, what if they get into different colleges? Mm-hmm. What, what happens, you know, are the, is, if, there's got to be a point where they can, you know, they're almost adults at this point. So yeah. I feel like it would benefit Haley as well to, you know, have her own... The hardest part of this is going to be apparent. She said one of them was being chased by schools to play sports, which yeah. that's going to be a smaller group that she can get a scholarship to mm-hmm. than like, say the academic one you were talking about that she can go yeah. anywhere. That's got whatever her major is. She wants, you're trying to line up those two things. I think it's crazy. I, they, if they want to go to separate schools, they should go to separate schools. Willie J who's on our station yeah. has a twin. He and does? She, I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah, he's oh, got a wow. twin sister, okay. and she goes to uh, Michigan, I think, if I remember right. She's in Michigan. Okay. And uh, he goes here to UNL, and they're close as ever, and they call each other and all that. So, like, to me, that's the answer. But, you know, I, I get the idea of, hey, keep them together to be a, you know, so they have a security blanket. But I I don't know. To me, it's you let them go wherever they're. I mean, they're not going to marry yeah, the I same mean, guy my, and live in the my, same house. My <laughs> yeah. own mother. You know? I'm sorry. My own mother had a paternal twin, and they were hand-in-hand until high school. And then after my mother went to college, they weren't especially close. Mm. It was a childhood thing. There was very, very, very far satellite parenting in those days sometimes. Well, call me crazy, and I know that the the girls are, are technically, uh, I I guess I'm assuming technically minors at this point or going to be adults, but like, don't they get a, like, I mean... That's what I'm saying. Don't like, they I get don't a say? I mean, yeah. I know this it's is for the sake the of the argument, like, you know, couples yeah. therapy. So I, I get that. But right. I think it all, I think it's it's good to keep this in the in the front of your brain, that it it's going to have to boil down to what they want to do. Yeah, well, whichever one like, said they yeah. can go to separate schools, yeah. I agree with that one. Yeah, it sounds like Harper wants to go to a different place than Haley, and 
Haley kind of wouldn't mind going the same place as Harper. Well, let's put it up to our listeners. I wonder, I'm just curious how many people have kind of experienced this with their, their kids going to same schools, different schools. Yeah. So let's mm. put it up to uh, our listeners and see what they think. Coming up next with JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. Call in and be a part of the show. You can do that on Facebook, X, and Instagram, KX969 as well. You're picking sides between team... Yeah, are you team April, team Harper, split up, go to different schools, or team Craig, team Haley, stick together? You can let us know what side you're on, 466-9696. That's 466-9696 to be on Couples Therapy. You can also do that on Facebook, X, and Instagram, Couples Therapy. We want to hear from you. You're listening to J.P., Coriel, and Husker Nick. It's Couples Therapy of a different kind because it involves the daughters of April and Craig. And higher education. <laughs> yeah. So, if you're just joining us, April says they have twin girls during their senior year. Harper wants to go to a different school than Haley. They've been together since preschool and a lot of the same experiences, but also got a chance to become their own people. Harper's playing basketball. Haley's not as athletic, but she's super smart and also a cheerleader uh, and thinks it's a very good idea for them to go to different schools. Craig is not in support of that. He thinks it's better for them to have a built-in support system, go to the same schools. They can literally create new paths separate but together in that aspect as they are helping each other out. Yeah, the parents are more or less advocating for, like, each daughter. So it's kind of like a dual team situation Mm. because it's like Team April, who's essentially Team Harper on the whole spectrum of, like, splitting up, going to different schools, paving their own way, experiencing things separately. And then Team Craig is basically Team Haley on the whole stick-together train, same schools, support system, that type of thing. Right. And what are people saying online? On Facebook, KX969, uh, Carrie says... April, Team April, they're their own people, so go their separate ways, I guess, and mm-hmm. find out things for themselves. Uh, Brittany says, let Harper pick where she wants to go to school. If Haley wants to follow her there, let her, but don't let them be roommates. Mm-hmm. Um, Lucas, Team April, you need to allow each of your daughters to build their own support systems. What if one day one daughter's not there? Mm-hmm. Yes. Hi, Kicks, what do you think? I think <clears throat> that they need to go to where they individually feel that they will be most successful in life. Even if you're a twin, each individual has their own gifts and their own strengths and their own weaknesses, and that's the great thing about picking your college, because if there's one college that's going to help the other one excel more in her athletic ability, she needs that one. And if there's one that's going to help the other one excel more academically and wants to do as a career, she needs to go to that one. 100%. Okay. Hey, thank you very much. Hi, Kicks. What do you say? I didn't catch the beginning of the um, call for them, but I am an identical twin. So speaking from that, I think they should be able to choose where they want to go because I was always known as Leslie's twin. <laughs> okay. Oh, because like to get we your own identical. identity. Mm. Yes, we, we didn't because everyone saw and they only saw one. No matter who we were, they thought we were the same person. Oh, uh, okay. Because we looked alike. Got it. Okay. Okay. If they go to the same college, should they both join the same sorority or <laughs> different sororities? 
Because I've seen girls in the same sorority walk by each other and they're like, hey. And then as they walk off, they're like, you dumb B word. And I don't want that for these girls. I don't want that for them either. I don't want that. They can still say that on campus, just passing them no matter what. That's that's the best part of sororities. (laughs) Plus, you don't want to be in the nightly tickle fight with your sister. You want to be in separate sororities. So when you're doing the pillow fight, tickle fight thing that all sororities <laughs> Does do, that like all happen, the, mo- yeah, the movie trope. Oh do. yeah, that's yeah. all that. That's hundred percent yeah. right. <laughs> you're yeah. rolling your eyes really hard. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, because she didn't. She always won, so they tried not to invite her to all of them. I took Coriel it too far. Took, I would just yeah, like I, people problem. lost teeth. All of a sudden, Coriel would break out like a hose and spray water everywhere, and they're like, "What is she doing?" Cody says, "Cody says on Twitter that he's Team April, but maybe let them go for a semester, see if they like it. If not, then transferring is an option. That's a oh yeah, that's big part of things right now." Hi, Kicks. What do you think? Oh, I'll say my stepsister and I were basically raised as twins. We've been together since we were five. Um, Just because they're going different schools doesn't mean they're not going to continue to be each other's security blanket. Right, like they'll still communicate in some way. Right. Yeah, so they're still going to be in connection. Yeah, and well, and also they're missing out, these parents are, on the opportunity to really define who the power broker is between the two twins. Whichever mm. one you choose is the one who's obviously in charge and is the stronger of the two. Oh. So, you know, this is really a big opportunity in my mind as a, you know, as a parent myself, uh, you know. We did have uh, one of our listeners, Rissa, who's a teacher, says that she thinks it's extremely important for twins to be able to develop their own identities. Siblings will always be there at the end of the day, but they need to be able to experience their own lives and interests. Yeah. So For William, he says, my sister and I grew up together and her best friends. She moved with my mom to Colorado where she did middle school and high school, but we always remained close. She now lives in South Carolina with her husband, who's in the Air Force. I can agree with both sides. Do everything together, but also go off and do your own thing either way. I'm sure their bond will remain the same. So it just goes to show that if you have a a very close relationship with your sibling, that you can still be separate or live Mm, separate lives, but still have a lot of love for each other and and remain close. So it it looks like the majority is saying that it'd be it's probably best for them to be able to just choose whatever school they want to go to and go separately but they're still going to be there for each other yeah it is seems that, that paving their own way is sort of it could end up being that they go the to the same popular. school yeah in my opinion it but it like doesn't doesn't make sense when one of them is trying to get a scholarship athletically her options are going to be drastically limited compared to the, the individual other. who's going for academics that right. could go to a lot of different schools yeah. for that so, like, I, to me, it's like maybe it ends up being that they're at the same school and then they can do the whole sorority tickle fight thing, whatever. But, like, it's you got it, to me, it's like let the let the let them pick uh, on their own. And if it happens to be the same school, cool. that would be the so, hardest man. part, though, is telling because it sounds like Haley like wants to stick together. Yeah. It would be the hardest thing, though. Which to one's say, the athlete? Harper's Harper. an athlete. It'd be then tough Haley to- needs to just follow her. Mm. Because yeah. Haley's, because Haley's got to figure out where she's playing at. Oh yeah, the Harper, Harper is the one, know. whichever one. It, yeah, yeah, yeah. How do you have twins and name them both H names? <laughs> what are we doing? They do here? it all the time. Oh, it's crazy. God. The same. But you have Haley, Haley and Bailey. Yeah, Haley and yeah. Bailey. There you go. To there tell you Haley go. like, hey, you can make your own choice, but you know, if you decide to follow Harper, despite Harper wanting to not be followed, right. you're going to have to also kind of deal with that fallout too. Like, there's a lot of different. 
aspects to this. I, I know I can see why this is hard, but definitely yeah. paving your own. Uh, Team April, the mom who's on Harper's side, seems to be the winner in this. The one sister could just get a restraining order oh, from her other sister, <laughs> Craig. You yeah. know what I mean? Zero to one hundred. And then that way she can't follow her. Let's quickly bring Craig and April back in here, Craig. Since it, it, it looks like most everybody's on the on the side of Team April and and Harper and the choice. How are you feeling after hearing from our listeners? I actually understand everything. It's just, I don't know, being a parent, I guess, you have that fear of one of your children not excelling at something Mm -hmm. and where the other one is more extroverted. And you just, Haley Haley is very timid, and it it scares me a little bit. Yeah. Especially if they're going out of state. You know what I mean? Well, luckily enough, there's a lot of schools that when you go somewhere, they have a lot of, like, the, especially the incoming freshmen, they're doing a lot of activities together with other freshmen, so they'll probably make instant friends with a lot they'll of people They'll be busy anyway. anyways, even yeah. if they do end up at the same school, they'll be so busy, they, like, they'll end up living separate lives just in close yeah. proximity with each other anyway, exactly. so... So I think it'll shake out fine either way, but yeah, it looks like mostly Team April. Okay, so April, uh, how are you feeling about this? Well, I mean, uh, you know, a mother's wisdom is vast. <laughs> no, I, like, I really knew think it. that um, it, it's also a component of them leaving the house at the same time for us. Yeah. So parents go through this you know, notoriously difficult time. Sometimes the the relationship with their offspring is very charged, offspring. and you know, there's lots of fighting. <laughs> yeah. But this is about them, and I'm just so happy that it's not otherwise. Like this is a good problem to have because it's, th- you know it shows how independent they are already. Right. Yeah. Are these your only out. kids, or do you have other kids? No, only it's just the two girls. So yeah. for us, it's oh like my very god, emotional. you guys need to stay on the line and talk to JP. He could tell you all the great places to go once you're an empty nester and like <laughs> yeah. all the parties Experience you can go to. Life. Exactly. Yeah, like he'll he'll give you all the, the best <laughs> pools to go to in town to hang out at. Exactly. The whole nine yards. We'll no, or he'll he'll yeah. help you out. Thank like, you, April and yeah. Craig. These we are just distant you. dreams of mine. Yeah. <laughs> Nick's living vicariously now. <laughs> we appreciate you guys bringing this to our show, and uh, best of luck, and congrats on your girls getting to their senior season. Thank, Thank you very you. much. You if you need our help with any couples therapy issues, just reach out Facebook, X, or Instagram, KX969. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. If you didn't know, yesterday, we missed out on celebrating a holiday. It was National Tooth Fairy Day. Well, it was also Coriel's birthday. Yeah, we were focused on a different holiday. That's what Mm, we were celebrating. That's what it was. Mm. Yeah, Yeah, there were bigger fish to fry here, people. That was the issue. Uh, And uh, it was National Tooth Fairy Day. Four out of five dentists agree that the Tooth Fairy is super helpful. Oh, yeah. Uh, And that the average gift left for a tooth by the Tooth Fairy now has surged 16% in the last year. Ooh, so inflation and, is actually a positive thing when it comes to your teeth. Yeah, mm-hmm. the Tooth Fairy is given on average six dollars and twenty three cents. Ooh! Hold on, the Tooth Fairy tooth. will take the time to count out twenty three cents. <laughs> it's the average. It's the average. I, so it's probably about six bucks. So my daughter brought this up to me the other oh, day really? because she in kindergarten is about to lose a few digits oh, there, the little right. teeth, little chiclets. Yeah. 
So she's been asking me about what the Tooth Fairy brings, and I told her, I said, it all. this is the thing kids don't know. Parents can directly, just like they can with Santa, we can talk to the Tooth Fairy. Mm. Oh, yeah, it's like the emergency on, parent line. Exactly, yeah. and depending on how good or bad you've been or different things like that, depends on what you maybe get for that, mm-hmm. that chiclet. So that makes you know, sense. One of my, now that you're talking about the Tooth Fairy, I had beef with the Tooth Fairy for a while. You did? How come? I that did. surprise me. Because <laughs> on multiple occasions... I'd I'd put so I did the whole uh, tooth under your pillow thing. That's yeah. what I did. I, yeah. A neighbor kid, she put it somewhere weird. I don't know, but I, I know it as the tooth underneath the pillow. Okay? okay, and I was like, "All right, tooth fairy, where you at?" But multiple times, she didn't come. It's because you're probably a bad kid. Well, hold be, on, yeah. but I got like a handwritten little tooth fairy note. Yeah. Every single time that happened. Was it an IOU? Essentially, <laughs> and like wow. a thing, it, but it was Dang really it. nice because the tooth fairy was like, "I know that you are so like you you will be patient, so thank you for being patient with me." I had to like, I had a bunch of other houses to go to. So essentially, Time got away from me. Other other people needed my business more than you did. I'm so sorry. Every once in yeah. a while, I would like recoup the losses, but the tooth fairy sometimes I feel like I got slighted a so little bit. So essentially, you did you didn't get the Dwayne the Rock Johnson tooth fairy. You got the Larry the Cable Guy tooth fairy. I, apparently. <laughs> Apparently. Oh, that's the one I would want. <laughs> In my heart, really, that was the Tooth Fairy just covering for like a wild Tooth Fairy night out that's or funny. something, you know? It sounds like but... she got the Dumb and Dumber Tooth Fairy. <laughs> <laughs> that IOU is as good as money, sir. <laughs> yeah, you, I got Tooth right? Fairy IOUs. Oh, my yeah. God. No, that's so, I, God, you guys are making me feel really bad. Because <laughs> in my negotiation process with the Tooth Fairy, I was like, listen, my kids have a lot of teeth. So I was like, you can just I'm give them, you can give them a two dollar bill. That's what I told them. Yeah. Now, now I'm realizing that's way below. Yeah. Blow My out. wife just texted mm. me and was like, "We need to sit down with the tooth fairy and try to decide if we're being mean to You're our like, children." Here, hold on. I, I, I'm gonna need us to get on like a but, on like a pay scale here. <laughs> hold on. To be for the record, though, we tell the tooth fairy, "Hey, you tooth fairy, don't have to give our kids a ton of money for their teeth. They're tiny little teeth. It's not a big deal. Save some of your money for the other kids." But we also have a hard bargain with Santa. And we tell Santa all the time, like, if mm. these kids are good, let's spoil them a little bit. Right. So there's a couple different, you know, different things there. Different avenues you can go with. I told, I, told, I told Santa, by the way, I was like, what I want you to keep track of with my daughter, not how often she gets in trouble, not how often she does, like, good things around the house. Specifically, if she can get me over 200 beers this year out of the fridge, let's get her <laughs> some good stuff. But if she's below that number, then... Pfft, we're not, it's just cold. <laughs> not up thing. to standards. Yes. So, so that's what Santa keeps track for me and my children. You know, uh, which I appreciate him. Holidays and, and things like this. I guess, yeah, Tooth Fairy. We'll, we'll lump Tooth Fairy into this, but like okay. Tooth Fairy, They're Easter Bunny, yeah. uh, Santa holidays. Claus, yeah. the holidays, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, we all hope that they go right, but obviously, Tooth Fairy gets busy sometimes. Mm. The leprechaun. Sometimes, sometimes Santa maybe just had too many cookies and it's just like. It's not his thing. He doesn't want your plate of cookies. It doesn't have anything to do with your inability to cook. It's just not not the thing. Not the what went wrong with you around the holidays and your experience with the Easter Bunny, with Santa Claus, with Tooth Fairy? You can message okay. the page on Facebook, mm. KX969. Gotcha. Give us a little insight. We, we want to hear these stories. You know, uh, to, to just humanize them a little more you know give them a little more credit right they're busy people yeah okay you know? that's a good call we want to hear what went awry 
Okay. <laughs> Let us know. You said Facebook again? Yeah, Facebook KX969. Perfect. JP, Coriel, and Husker Nick. So we're testing out a new game. So bear with us. We're in the in the developmental stage the of this game. The experimental, yeah. experimental phase. stage of okay. a game called Generation Gap. Coriel. This uh, is Coriel's game for the record in case it stinks. <laughs> <laughs> no, we all agreed this would be fun to try. Did we? It, well, I mean, I, you asked me if I was down for it. And I, I said, know, I'm sure. Because I'm, 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 part of the, I'm one of the guinea pigs. The other one is Ryan was kind enough to be a guinea pig with me. Good morning, Ryan. Good morning. All right, Ryan, how old are you? Uh, 23. Okay, so okay and JP, how old are you? I'm 49. There's a 26-year age gap between the two of us. Dude, okay. Good quick math. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, good job. I didn't think you had that. Brain is sharp. So JP is basically 50. Yeah. Yeah. And you are Gen X. Gen, uh, yeah, that would be where I'm at. And then Ryan, you are Gen Z. Okay. Just establishing the generations and the generation Uh, gap here. It's going to be fun. So I'm going to have some questions for you and I'll give you four choices. Okay. Feel free. Uh, If you think you know it before I even finish the rest of the choices. Across across Lincoln, all the millennials are just rubbing their temples right now going, what am I listening to? You can feel free to, to cut it off and say the answer if you'd like. But I will give you four options. Your name is your buzzer. Okay. So you just yell so out your Ryan, name. So, Ryan, you're going to yell what? Ryan. Perfect. Okay. So, He's first to three. He's not amused by this game already. First to three will Jeez. win. Oh, man. Okay. And if you can beat JP, you get the $25 from Porch Coffee Shop gift card. Oh, if nice. not, stay on the line. We might have something else for you. Well, yeah, yeah. All right. Consolation prizes, because this is a... Name is your buzzer, Generation Gap, JP versus Ryan. Here we go, Ryan. Oh, man. What is a chat app popular with gamers? Is it ChatGPT? Ryan. Ryan, go. Discord. You got it. (laughs) (laughs) There was zero chance. JP was going to get that. Listen, there was zero chance. I was waiting for Twitch. Oh, my God. No. No. I would have been wrong either way. That's like a streaming platform. This Ryan, is as soon as she app. said that, I was like, Ryan doesn't need the, these uh, these four. This will be easy. <laughs> Ryan, yeah, I can hear the smile on your voice. I'm dying. Okay, good right, job. Fine. One on the board for uh, Ryan. Ryan wins that round. Awesome. It's all right, JP. Shake it off. Oh, okay. You okay. got this, JP. Right. You might get this okay. one. All right. Okay. What function does T and T stand for? Temperature Tuesday. Time and temperature. TikTok or Taffy and Tuna? Ryan? Okay. <laughs> he says yeah, he's a question like, mark. Is, is that TikTok? No. Oh. JP, say, do you want to steal it? Say them again. What function does T and T stand for? T and T or T and T? T and T. Okay. And T. Temperature Tuesday, time and temperature. It's time and temperature. Or, you got it. I, we I you said, call time and temperature. No, you said T N T. No, uh, I said T N. I thought it sounded like the N no. instead of N. T and T slash ampersand sign. Got it. Got it. T and T. So some of these, just to clarify for Ryan too, some of these are going to be old people questions. It's not just. It's not just young guy questions. Yeah, it's a mixture. It's a grab bag. It's generation gap. Because TikTok, trust me, man. 
like no way. I didn't hear. I didn't hear the T and T. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. so this is Coriel's fault. You you talked <laughs> about yeah, it that Coriel. you used this before yeah. JP. Time and temperature. We yeah, would yeah, call time to get this the yeah, time and temperature. Call a number probably. Yeah, we also had about. movie phone that we called and found out time the movies. <laughs> that <didn't work>. too. <laughs> <laughs> and then we go down and put our nickel in there. See. All right. All right. All right. All right. Uh, God. Question number three. Gap, number three. Okay. What does mid mean? Is it average slash mediocre? A halfway point? Feeling sort of blah. Ryan? Ryan, Okay. It's mid slash average. Yeah. Average slash mediocre. Yes, yes. (laughs) Boom, baby! Wow. So people use the the phrase mid? Yeah, they say something's mid. Yeah, and like actually, it's kind say, of an they insult. Say if like, they say uh, that you're mid, it means you're like yeah. you're average. They're like, at best. They're like that average that morning person. show, JP Coriel with Husker Nick. Pretty mid. mid. We're yeah, mid. mid. Oh, okay. So right. we're Jeez. mid, That's which is a compliment <laughs> to me for our morning show. Like, I thought our show was like not mid. It was Ryan's leading two to one. Yes. It's oh best, my goodness. The first of three. Okay. Keep going, Coriel. Okay. This might be. Oh my goodness. Okay. Finish this phrase. Be kind. JP. Okay. <laughs> Rewind. Good job. I didn't even get to saying the choices yet. <laughs> I, I, I did, wasn't sure if you were logging off over no, there was, or if I you were falling focused. asleep no, or just thinking. All kinds of screens. He's almost 50. He I, was, I had to now. completely focus my energy into the answer. Good job. Right. We're tied up. Tied up. Tied up. Oh. Ryan, next, how are you feeling right matters. now? You think you could win this? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I do enjoy your confidence, okay. Ryan. You know right. what? He's as, he's as entertained by this as I am, so we're on the same Yeah. Right <laughs> <laughs> All right, final question. Okay, there final question. This might be kind of tough, actually. Okay. Which of these stars is Gen Z? Mm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Zendaya? 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 Lady Gaga? Beyonce? Or Brad Pitt? J.P. Brian. JP, I think you... Nick, do you think JP got that? I heard Ryan. You heard Ryan? I did. All right, Ryan. I, that was tough. Ryan, what do you think? We can it's check the tape. Zendaya. Zendaya. Is she Gen Z? I think so. You got it! Yes! yes. JP, that was really close, though. I, again, I was going to answer Zendaya, too. Okay. Or Zendaya, well, or whatever I mean, the hell her name is. Ryan, How Ryan dare you beat not you know by name. like a millisecond with his name. I'm sorry. Yeah. It's okay. Nick called it. He called it. He's yeah. a, he's a check the take. It's so fine. It'll be Ryan. Nick was the independent listener. Congratulations, so. Ryan. You beat JP on Generation Gap. It was close, but you did it. <laughs> well, we appreciate Wait. you being our guinea pig. Do you, do you think we should keep playing this game? I think it's a fun game. So. Okay. Yeah. So we got an endorsement got from the Ryan. Gen Z stamp of approval. All right, buddy. Hang on the line. We'll get you a de- prize details. Yeah, $25 gift card to Front Porch Coffee Shop. Nice job, Corey. All the fun. Mm. Thanks. Generation Gap. Thank you. Thank you. Staple. I know it was a little mid, but like, I, you know, I tried. <laughs> yeah. You're listening to JP, Coriel, and One big thing is we weren't already excited enough about Cody Johnson coming to town. Um, we add in also this, his new song, The Painter. Yes, You'll hear this a lot on kicks between now and November 17th. And beyond. 
devil's black and white, but, but that's going to be. Oh, such a good song. So good. And Cody we, Johnson, yeah. We Unreal. love having him back here. He he just obviously loves Lincoln. Yeah. But for the Cody, the Cody Johnson and Friends show. Yeah, we, we were have, waiting on the Friends. Yeah, we've got the Friends for you, JP. Oh, you do. Take it away. Uh, special guests Chris Jansen and Drew Parker will be coming with him whoop, whoop. for that Friday, November 17th show at Pinnacle Bank Arena. Yeah. And we want to get you uh, hooked up for that show, Cody Johnson and our newly announced friends by going to facebook kx969 we're giving away pairs on pairs on pairs of tickets for you and your bestie this is the kojo mojo post that you're looking for (laughs) okay mojo your swagger like you're the the vibe you give off how the mojo that you present to the world aka those super ba concert outfits ah, so okay we want you to show off your kojo mojo it could be a concert outfit from an entirely different show it could be from the pink show that just happened recently mm, it could okay. be from a, a nine inch nails concert or something from forever ago <laughs> whatever if it's an outfit that you loved please share it in the comments okay. because number one we want to hype you up and you want to show off your awesome threads but also that gets you immediately qualified for a pair of tickets to the Cody Johnson Show, Excellent. November 17th, Pinnacle yes. Bank Arena. So yes. find the Kojo Mojo post. We're looking for your favorite concert outfits. Show yourself off. Gas yourself up. Put it in the comment section, and uh, we'll get you qualified for free tickets to the show. Awesome. Kojo is coming back, and we're very excited about it. Now sure are. Good to tell you about all the friends that are coming with and all kinds of free tickets. Just pay attention to our socials, and you'll get all the details. Yeah, then you that. can see the painter live at the Cody Johnson Absolutely. Show. <laughs> That's going to be a good show. Uh, have a great rest of your day. If you missed any today's show, you can catch up on the podcast with a couple therapy and more tomorrow. We'll be back with Data Dub them. JP makes us guess. Have a great day. 